Good morning, Black fam. It is I, Nita Rowe, creator and editor-in-chief of Black Skin Mag, a magazine for the people, about the people, and with the people. I want to first apologize for it being so late. Um, For those who are already asleep, you'll hear it in the morning. I've been working diligently on this um, for some time. I'm a writer. Um, I speak a lot. However, I don't like to speak often. Well, maybe it's a lie. I do speak often, however, on tape, not so much. So, I want to start there. So, I had to keep recording and recording and stopping and editing and because I was messing up and now I got in like that and just being self-critical about myself. So, forgive me for that. I've been promising you guys um, that we're going to dive into the topic of black love for weeks now. I'm not sure how some may receive it. However, it's not my concern. My concern is to enlighten those who want to be enlightened. As always, I like to give disclaimers to the ignorant and foolish who want to take the time to use their voices as venom. This is not the place for that. If you have some malice words or tongue lashings that you want to give out, I suggest you create your own platform and do it there. Because what I will not tolerate is hatred and disrespect, period. No time. I am not that chick. I'm not. I'm a Scorpio. So those who know about Scorpios, yeah, we know how to shoot venom real quick. We, we're good at that. So I'm just I'm just keeping it real. I had to do that because sometimes you try to be too perfect and they don't see who you really are. I want you to see who I am. So with that being said, I also have a disclaimer for those who have sensitive ears to profanity or sexual connotations. You know, because you're holier than thou. Please leave now. I repeat, please leave now. I don't want to offend your precious ears. So it might be some words that might come out that might be like. Ah! Yeah, we'll just stop right there. You know, you forgot a time when you said a word or two that wasn't right. But either way, we digress. I'm not even going to go there. Um, This is for those who are real and raw and who are honest enough with themselves to know that we are all here and that we're humans and that we all want the same thing. And that's happiness and love. And let's not forget about acceptance. So with that being said, let's dig in. Let's dive in. Let's begin, people. All right, as always, I can only speak on my experiences, my thoughts, and my insights. I would never claim to know it all. One who does that is a fool, and I do not claim myself to be a fool. However, what I will claim is that I am a black woman living my life as such. One who has experienced love, still experiencing love, thank God, and one who has experienced hate, hurt, pain, whatever you want to call it, okay? My experience in life has made me the woman I am today. And I will never apologize for that. Because let's face it, I love who I am. And I love who I'm becoming. As always, I thought I was that chick that, you know, self-esteem was high, high, high. And then reflecting my life and looking back sometimes, I can honestly say that um, there were times when I didn't love myself so much. Why do you say that, you ask? Well, because love is an action word. Many think that because you say it, it's true. Not so much. Without action, just like faith, it's impossible. When we speak on black love, we so often think that it's a man and a woman in a relationship. Which, that has a lot to do with it, don't get me wrong. However, that's not where it begins. By the time you get to that relationship, whether it's a man and woman, or man and man, or woman and woman, sensitive ears, please don't judge. This is our reality, okay? You have already experienced your first love. Now, you may ask with who and when. It all begins when we're conceived in the womb. 
Let's pause right there for a moment so that you can reflect and hear what I'm saying. The choice to give life or to take it away, that's where it first starts. Okay? Now, you may believe that or not. I don't know your beliefs or whatever, but it does start with the wound. Okay? The controversy behind that alone are tremendous. To take a life is what I'm talking about. Um, So many feel that life is an option that one should choose always. However, being born in a society where there weren't many choices for our people, being prisoners of war, some may say slavery, I call it as I see it, we weren't granted the opportunities that others were granted. So in many cases, mothers killed their own babies so they wouldn't have to endure the brutality and hatred that was before them. Those mothers felt that they were loving their children. Some may think that was a cowardly act. Actually, that's not at all. That's very hard to do. Um, However, just think about how you would handle that situation if that was your choice and that was your reality at the time. Like, ponder that for a moment. If knowing that your child would be going through the process and doing pain and brutality and hatred and even death, like, what would you do? I'm not sure how I would handle that situation. I'm just thankful that I wasn't born in a time where I would have to choose. Born in a society where people did not like us. They still don't. A lot of people do not like black people. We don't like ourselves sometimes. I'm just going to be real, okay? I'm just being honest. Um, It's like, how can we, in fact, know how to love? What you may consider love, I may consider pain. Have you ever heard someone say, I'm loving you the best way I can, or I'm loving you the only way I know how? That's their truth. One can only do what they know how to do. Now, my first love was my mother. Although my father had a lot to do with it, thank God, it was my mother's choice to give me life. And because she wanted me so badly, she wanted me so much, I was already in love before I even stepped on the scene. My mother, I'm my mother's love child. My parents' love child is what they say. Um, I'm blessed enough to say that. I'm so thankful for that. Now, for those who know my beginnings may feel that I was a mistake because my parents weren't mad at the time, I'm here to tell you I was definitely on purpose. My mother informed my father before even lying down with him, like, what her intentions were. Like, she had already set out, like, to achieve them. And with his blessing, they achieved me. Thank you. I am my parents' love child. I'll dig into that a little bit later, another time, another episode, because I find that my beginnings are very interesting, like most, I guess. Um, But I like my beginning, and I'm okay with it. Um, It's made me who I am. But for years, um, I never knew my parents weren't married, um, legally. Um, Both had came out of abusive relationships, married to someone who didn't deserve their love, and that's what happens when you do that, when you marry someone who's not deserving of your love. I found out my parents weren't even legally married. And I found that out when they were planning their own wedding, which I happened to be in. My school friends thought that my dad was my stepdad. Because in society, you should marry before conceiving a child. Well, if that was the case, I probably wouldn't be here. Guess what? I am. And I'm happy that that's my story. Um, It's so often that we live our lives hung up on rules. And regulations that all we see are the rules and regulations what's right and what's wrong and that's wrong I'm just going to put it out there for those who are rule 
makers and all that stuff, it's, it's, you're making that rule. What's right for you may not be right for me. I'm just going to put it out there like that. Just like anything else, rules are sometimes made to be broken. I'm just thankful that my mom and my dad decided to break that rule. We as society, we like to believe our stories begin with slavery. Where it was illegal for slaves to get married unless given the permission by their masters. I don't know if a lot of you guys know that. Um, we could not get married. Our ceremony, that's where jumping the broom came from. Jumping at the broom. Um, that was our way of marrying one another. We believe that's how we started. Like, that's our past. That's our reality. When that's the farthest from the truth. Because before slavery, we had a whole society. We had a whole premise of how we did things. We were a complete society before slavery even ever existed. But because of it, we are so often, we just start there. Because let's face it, that's what has always been brought to our attention. Slavery. They want to keep that reminder to us. They want to keep reminding of us slavery to keep us entrapped mentally, I believe. I'm just saying that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts. It ain't going to be yours and mine. Not realizing that we were stripped from anything resembling our home, which is Africa. We're ignorant to our beliefs. We're ignorant to our stories, our culture, our language, our spirituality, our families and bloodline. We were just ignorant. However, there is a past to our present. And we have to begin beyond Slavery. We have to we have to dig deeper into who we are as a people. That's why the unk is so important to me. Uh, many of us we know nothing about it, or very little about the unk. I challenge you to do your research, but I want you to understand where we come from and where Black love starts. In Africa, yes, Africa. I'm saying Africa. Don't run now. This is about our people. Don't get scared. The unk was a symbol of our people. The key of life is what some call it. The unk represented the essence of love. Bringing two beings together, woman and child, creating a legacy in the nation. The unk is a representation of the woman's womb. Okay, so you can look that up, fact check that. Because a lot of people like to believe whatever was told, but they don't want to do no research or read. That's why I'm doing this podcast, because a lot of you guys don't read. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) They never emphasized that in school. That's not information that was privy to us, but why would they? At times, um, as times progressed, the meaning of the symbolism changed, and that's when we got the cross, symbolizing a completely different thing, and that came through Catholicism, okay? That's how the cross was created, okay? In the beginning, the cross did not represent what it represents now, I just want you guys to know that before Christ, it symbolized shame or disgrace because it was worn on criminals, on the foreheads of criminals. And that's what that represented before Christ. And you can fact check that. Catholicism changed the whole meaning of it. It was not about religion at that time. It was with criminals. But as I say, rules and regulations change. So, this is solely about us as black love, not religion. I want to, I don't want you guys to get confused with the two, but you got to understand where you come from and where black love started, okay? So, I don't want to debate about it. I just want to let you know that that's what this is. So, we must understand where it came from before we can move forward on where we're going when it comes to love. Many believe that it started with the church, 
love unconditionally, the church, the black church, and all that. But before the church, how do we as a people love? We want to base everything on church. Agape love, um, which we don't people who don't understand what agape love, that's unconditional love. However, we as people, we so often love with conditions. Okay? From the time we were conceived as a child in our mother's womb, we based our love on conditions. Conditions based on how we conceived that fetus. Were we or were we not in love at the time of conception? Did he stick around afterwards? Did he love you with a sensitive heart? Was he loving at all to you or your unborn fetus? It's all conditional. How about the ones who plant the seed? Let's talk about the father of that seed. Did he come from love? Being that he too was or was not a product of love? He can only do what he knows what to do, how to do it. Being that his mother was his first love, whether or not she reciprocated or not, that's kind of iffy, a great area. This is a crucial time in the creation of love. This small detail can cultivate or destroy how we look at love. The relationship we have with one another and the relationship we have with our creators of us, our mothers and our fathers, is important. This small detail can cultivate or destroy how we look at love. The relationship that we have. So, my question to you is, how was your first love relationship? My first love relationship, which I told you was my mother, was an amazing experience. However, it didn't just stop there. The questions that arose after leaving my mother's womb, and I did have questions, especially being a dark child with a very fair-skinned mother, you are subjected to a lot of different things and beliefs and comments, all kinds of things. So it's like, although my mother loved me dearly, that wasn't the only person that was in my world. I had family and friends that expressed dislike or misconduct of love, not to mention how my parents looked at love. They both had their own experiences with it, some good and some bad. Asking the same question again, how was love presented in their lives? You see where it's going? That's that's how the routine and that's how it cultivates. Now let's fast forward to my own journey. Now becoming of age where I can pick and choose who to love or not to love will determine a lot on how I receive the love or hate that's presented to me. My first community experience of love was through the church. Having my grandmother bring me to church at a very young age, I was an infant to be exact, um, being baptized in the name of Jesus, the one who loves us unconditionally, however, still having conditions. And I said it to say this, some deeds in the Bible are blasphemous and can lead you to hell, is what was taught. Am I correct? We call that tough love. Homosexuality is considered one of those. Many disagree. Suicide being another. We could continue on, but why bother? This is about black love. But do you see how this can be confusing, even especially to a child? We are told how to love based on the experience and teachings of those who raise us. However, during these teachings of those who raise us, 
did they ever teach us about unconditional love? Not really. I don't think so. What is unconditional love? And how does one achieve it? You know how? By breaking those conditions. Unconditional love isn't something that just happens. It's something that is developed. It's like what they say now. Like, you hear a lot of people say, that's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker. Like, okay, what's a deal breaker? We say it so much now that we give conditions before even getting to know someone. Oh, she smokes? Oh, that's a deal breaker. Oh, he only makes 30000 That's a deal breaker. Oh, how big is she? Oh, that's a deal breaker. So many damn conditions, all based on what society tells you what's acceptable or not. Now, some situations should be considered deal breakers with conditions. Let's discuss those so that we know the difference. Allowing one to lower your self-esteem and self-worth, deal breaker. Having to deal with mental or physical abuse, deal breaker. These are conditions we all should walk away from. Being in a toxic relationship where it's diminishing your soul and separating you from your spirit, your very essence, oh yeah, that's a big deal breaker. Oh yes, for those who didn't know, you are three in one. Spirit, flesh, and soul. We are spirits living in a physical body. Our spirit can separate from our bodies. I just want you to know that. Fact check that again for those non-believers. I say that to say this. We are conditioned to love. Starting with the ones who gave us life. And that is a black woman. Now for those who are in denial about being the product of a black woman. Do your research please. I beg you. I dare you. We all came from a black woman. So, that is where our first love comes from. So, my question to you is, why if we come from black women, we treat them so poorly? I'm speaking on everyone. No one is exempt. That's sister to sister, brother to sister, mother to daughter, father to daughter, have all been guilty of mishandling the black woman. The one who holds the key to love. (laughs) That's crazy as hell, isn't it? But let's dig a little deeper with this. Do we even know the attributes of a good black woman and her love? Hell no, we do not. If we did, we wouldn't treat ourselves like shit. Again, for those holy rollers, excuse my profanity. However, it's true, literally and subliminally, like crap from an ass. Is that better? We do it to ourselves. I've done it to myself, choosing a mate that wasn't even deserving of my love, staying in a relationship that wasn't even worthy of my time, the products of self-hate, being broken and not knowing why or how to heal. This all stems from observation and choices. Sure, I came from love, however, somewhere along my journey, I picked up some behaviors that were detrimental to my existence, leading me down a path of loneliness and despair. Now, that's not pointing the finger at anyone but myself because I chose to do so. But not knowing how to love is how I came to sabotage my very own existence. Love begins with self. I don't think we were taught that. Not as a black woman. We were taught how to give what we yet understood. Let's just pause there for a moment. I'm going to say that again. We were taught to give what we yet understood.
Now, all we hear is about self-love and love this. We have never discovered and talked about self-love until now. We were taught love starts at home. But where is home? I'm just asking. We're thinking with the man or the children or whatever. Where actuality, it's with ourselves, our temple. It's like what RuPaul says. And yes, I'm saying RuPaul, holy rollers. I, I watch RuPaul. I do. I like her. But like she says in every episode when she's doing her show. How the hell are you going to love someone else before you love yourself? I'm paraphrasing, but that's where it starts. It starts with self. It's impossible to love anyone else without first loving yourself. So how do we accomplish that? Especially when we're already damaged and been damaged. And yes, we all have been damaged one way or another. Do you even have what it takes to produce this self-love that is? Are you loving to yourself? Do you treat yourself with love and respect? You'll be able to tell if you do or not. If you're honest with yourself and just sit back and watch how you operate. And even how you look, how you feel. There were times when I treated myself like crap. Not paying attention to the way I was feeling. Knowing the signs that I was self-destructing each time. I didn't even pay attention to the signals and the signs and the red flags. But yet, a lot of times, attempting to love someone else. That's crazy as hell. I'm just being honest. I had to go through something to see something. Then turn around and reflect. It's hard to see when you're in the midst of it. I was a fragment of my reflection. Broken at the time. And that was my misfortune. And I didn't like it, but I loved it. If that makes sense to you. Because I stayed. Even though I was stating every day how much I despised it. In him. But the point was, it was me that I despised because I stayed in it. And I put myself through it. I couldn't have stayed. If I didn't stay, that would have been my way out to heal. But I stayed. Steady getting the same thing, expecting different results. What they say? That's insanity. I tended to fix someone else when it was I who needed to be fixed. It's crazy, right? But it's true. I'm just owning my truth. And I'm trying to help someone else in this situation. My mother always said, you have to teach people how to treat you. However, I missed a very important part. It starts with self. You have to teach yourself how to treat you. Do we do that? Not too often. We're so pressed about looking good and living life for others that we forget to check in with ourselves. If you did that, we'd hear our spirits say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. It starts with self. You understand what I'm saying? I just want you to ponder that and sit with that for a minute. I don't want to go too fast and move too far. This is a journey. It's a lot to deal with, especially when it comes to black love. It's deeper than you think. This is just an introduction of it all. I want to start with the basics, and that's self-love. As a black woman, who is the creator of life? It's important that I understand my role in this. It's important that I understand and get it right. Because let's face it, I have daughters who are following in my footsteps. And they watch how I love, even myself. So, with that being said, fam, I'm going to leave you with this. 
the attributes of a good black woman. There are several of them. I'll list them. And they will be in the magazine for you to reflect and read for those who do read. No pun intended. I'm just, I'm just not, not trying to be facetious. But we'd rather be told what to do than read. And it's sad, but that's the way our society is right now. If you have all these qualities, then that's great. If not, then you have something to work on. But before you attempt to show love to someone else, first show love to yourself. It's imperative that you do so. And it's imperative that you do it before you be around others. Okay? Now, the seven attributes of a good black woman are as follows. Number one, self-discipline. That's very important. Number two, courteousness. Being courteous. Having manners. Being polite. To yourself. That starts first. Number three, intelligence. It's very important. It's very important to have intelligence. Um, A lot of us um, don't have it. Like my father says, common sense. A lot of us don't have it. But it's very important. Number four, cheerfulness. Are you happy? Can you be cheerful? Number five, self-respect. I know a lot of us don't have that. I could tell by just looking at your pictures and your posts and stuff. We don't have that. I'm just being honest. Um, number six, cleanliness. I know a lot of us don't have that either. I'm just being honest. Just look and see. Observation. Um, and the seventh is love. Okay? I'm going to say it again. Self-respect, courteousness, intelligence, cheerfulness, self-respect, cleanliness, and love. Okay, Black fam? I'm going to end with that. The magazine is growing, I want to say. Thankful for my fans. Thanks for the ones who check in. Thanks for the ones who read. I'm very appreciative. I love you guys. Um, I thank you for believing in me. Um, I am diligently working on broadening our horizons with this magazine. Um, we got some new things up and moving, and I'm very happy about it. I also added a donate button uh, because, let's face it, I don't charge for you. I don't charge you at all for you to go and indulge yourself with enlightenment. However, I'm just saying maybe I need to because I give a lot of information for free and advice and I think I might need to start charging. But right now, hit the donate button if you believe in me. Um, It does cost to run a magazine. I'm just saying it's not cheap. But just like some black folk, they rather support others than themselves. Again, it starts with self-love, but we were taught to self-hate. Hey, I'm just saying hopefully times will change with that. We'll break that cycle. You can also follow me on Instagram at roxyro.rocks. That's R-O-X-I-R-O dot rocks. If you can't spell rocks, R-O-C-K-S. And Black Skin Mag. Um, Also, you can follow me on Facebook under Black Skin Mag. And the magazine is www.blackskinmag.com. And that's skin S-K-I-N, and then mag, short for magazine, dot com. Well, fam, I am me. And love me, hate me, whatever. It is what it is. I'm going to leave you now. I hope you received this in love because I was giving it to you in love. I want to make sure that we do better as a people. And we have to. We got to know who we are so that way we know what to do. Until we meet again, I want to say much love, people. It is about 1.30 in the morning. I'm tired from doing all this. And I'm going to sign up now. This is Nita Rose signing off. I love you guys. Be safe. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful week. You guys be blessed. Um, Stay active. Stay productive. Stay prominent. All right? Much love.